0: Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I'm Michelle Ferguson, and today I want to talk to you about the power of purpose. Um, Matthew chapter 14 is where um, kind of the text is for today's podcast. But basically, let me just, before I read, starting with verse 13, um, Jesus is, this is about Jesus um, and he was in a situation where he just gotten very, very bad news. His cousin, John the Baptist, had just been murdered, and not just murdered, brutally murdered, beheaded, and for a stupid reason, um, because the king was in lust and watching some little girl shake her thing, and it just kind of went all wrong. And as a result of that, that's how his relative lost his life. Tragic. I mean, you can imagine the emotional side of that and, and Jesus just having to work through that and all these different sorts of things. And I start to ask myself, how in the world did he actually get through that purpose, the power of purpose? You know, God created you and each and every person to have a purpose. I think sometimes um, as human beings, we get into competition and comparisons. And as a result, sometimes we belittle things, um, If you see, for example, if you see kind of like the superstar singer and she's on stage and she's doing all this and she's in the press and, you know, It can be very easy if you start trying to compare yourself to what you think someone else's purpose is doing to belittle your own purpose in your life because purpose is purpose. God has a plan. And any time you think you know the extent of what God wants to do in your life, you're wrong because oftentimes where you start is just a foundation. Many people can't get to the next level unless you actually walk that thing out. But what what Satan likes to do is he tries to get us to belittle our purpose, belittle our function. Sometimes we're around people that are negatively speaking into our lives and feel like, well, I'm just no good. I know that uh, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I remember hearing her talk about sometimes when she would do women's meetings and talking to other stay-at-home wives who battled with that, kind of wonder, oh, hey, all I do is, uh, you know, I'm a full-time mom or, you know, whatever, all these different sorts of things. Looking down on that and failing to recognize that for that season of time, that is a wonderful purpose. There are things that... Um, and wholeness that I have on the inside of me that has allowed me to be where I am today as a result of the sacrifices of my mother and what she had to sacrifice or what she gave up to be able to do those things. But there are some people who will look at that and belittle that. And I wanna say this to you, don't belittle whatever season that you're in because God can take anything and multiply it. In fact, you holding on to the value and why you're here and why God created you to be here Is vitally important for you to walk out a successful and victorious life as you live. So here you have Jesus as a perfect example of it. He's dealing with a negative situation, extremely negative situation. And verse 13 says, when Jesus heard of this story about his cousin, this tragic event, he departed thence by, he got into a ship into a desert place. And when the people had heard of it, they followed him on foot out of the cities. Now, here Jesus was smart enough to recognize when he received a blow that he needed to take time and and get rebuilt up and refed. Let me just kind of say this to you, even about your purpose is that Satan is always coming for your purpose. Satan is always coming to belittle you. He's coming to make you feel like, hey, I'm a college student or I'm in high school. I'm not doing anything. I don't even know what I want to do. I know I was stressed out in college because everybody was saying you should know what you want your major should be. And I just felt like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. <laughs> and it made me feel useless, you know, at times. But sometimes you gotta know and you gotta get alone and get refilled up. We don't know how long Jesus was in this boat. We don't know Um, how long it took for him, but we do know that he did take that time away to make sure that he stayed built up. And the people follow him, and they follow him by foot. And I don't think all the people following him were there to make sure he was okay. Some of them were just being nosy. Some of them just didn't care what he was going through. They just wanted what he could do for them. And sometimes that's the challenging part of life, is that people don't always have the right motives. But purpose can overtake all of that. Verse 14 says... Um, the, that Jesus went forth and he saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and healed their sick. I love this because in essence, most of the time when you're going through challenges, we're going through things, or you just get to the place in life where you're feeling worthless about something or you just lose hope because sometimes when bad things happen, that's that's what can happen. Um, I've shared many times uh, about when we lost our, our first two babies um, and it just felt like, what's the purpose of living life? You know, the, just the question of why did this happen was enough for me. I allowed that to just kind of get me into the place where I was in the boat, but I just couldn't get out. And there's so many people, you're just stuck, just stuck. Almost like you've been disappointed so much. You've been through so much. You don't understand this. Life can just feel so negative, especially if you are living a life where you're living in comparison. I want to challenge you. Don't compare yourself to other people. The word says, he who compares himself to another is unwise. Why? Why? because you don't know what's going on in their situation. And what is happening in somebody else's situation has no bearing on what God can and will do through my own life. We all have different stories, but we all have the same ability to connect to the finished work of Jesus and to fulfill what God placed on the inside of us. I'm sure that Jesus didn't want to get out of this boat. In fact, I'm sure Jesus could have been sensitive about women, I mean, here you have a mother and a, a young girl. The, the mother used the girl's sexuality to kill his loved one. I mean, he could be sensitive about all of that. He could be like, I'm done ministering to people. How did this happen? I'm over here telling people they could be saved, and I'm helping heal people, but I can't even protect my own cousin. All these different things that could be plaguing. You know, the Bible says that we're not tempted in any way, that Jesus wasn't tempted. He had natural passions. He just made a decision not to give in to them. But I want to point out to you is how he got out of this boat. He got out of the boat because of purpose. He knew that his purpose was sent to heal the sick. His purpose was to, to deliver the brokenhearted to all of these things. And when he saw the people, he had to make a decision to look past what he was feeling and recognize his purpose. And so when he saw the people in need, he knew that's what I'm here for. And he was able to get out of that boat and heal their sick. If you keep reading, he goes on after he you know, ends up ministering to thousands of people. The Bible says it was 5,000 men there, and I would say it's pretty safe to assume that if there were 5,000 men that you had another several thousand people that were women and children because usually where you have men, you have those things. And Jesus got to the place where God just wasn't done healing their sick. God took him in his purpose and even just multiplied it because the people that were there, they were able to feed in a miraculous way where a young kid who brought a a fish dinner that his mom, five loaves and two breads, just enough for him, and God was able to take that and multiply it. Let me just kind of say that none of this would have happened if Jesus did not recognize and put value on his purpose and believe in his purpose even when his emotions were going down. And let me just kind of say this in closing. I think it's so interesting that you have this miracle where all these thousands of people were fed supernaturally and that there were also 12 baskets left over. This wouldn't have happened if somebody's mama didn't pack their child a lunch. So even for those who feel like, I'm not doing anything big, I'm just taking care of my kids. This woman took care of her son, and as a result of that seed, God was able to use that to not just bless thousands, but there was plenty more left over in abundance and beside That's how God looks at your life. There's a purpose and a call on your life. Don't compare, don't belittle, just stay encouraged and watch what God can do for and through you. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I want to encourage you to subscribe, visit michelleferguson.org, connect with us on social media. We'd love to be a blessing uh, to you. And also we want to hear from you. Go ahead and write to us. You can uh, write to me on my Facebook page. There's also some information on my website. Love to hear from you. I'm Michelle Ferguson, as always, helping you to discover, develop, and celebrate who God has created you to be. See you soon.